So imagine you're in business with somebody who's very talented, but they don't have the right character. You don't trust them. They have the right context. They're not workers. They have the right skills, but they haven't bought into you. They're not team players. They're good team players. They're selfish. How do you prioritize what's the right ranking for you to say, I'm going to be in business with this person long term or not? I had a friend of mine today, yesterday, came up to me, and he's about to finish up a business relationship with him. They had an investor relationship together, but he had a falling out. He says, I can't do business with this person. I said, why? After a series of questions, I said, let me tell you how I process who I do business with and who I don't long term. And this is my formula. I presented it to him. He says, oh my gosh, this is so much clearer. I said, I'm going to have to make this into a how-to. So here you are watching in us. Here's how this, thing's wor- this thing works. I got different categories here when it comes down to people I do business with. One is character. The other one is trust. The other one is work ethic. We have vision, somebody that's bought in. Then you have competency, skill set. Then you have Rolodex and contact. So now you kind of have an idea what we're looking at. Now on this side to the left, I've ranked them from zero to 10, right? So you can rank on different categories. Then I'll explain to you trust in a way that will make a lot of sense to you. So let's look at the first one. Character, is this person someone to do business with? Lowest level, anything less than four, they lie, they cheat, they steal at all costs. They'll do business at all costs. It doesn't matter what it is, even if it ruins you, hurts your business, okay? Next one is four to seven. They're selfish, but honest. Listen, I don't mind doing business with selfish people who are honest, meaning, hey, I want to do this and I want to make money and and they'll try to over-negotiate for themselves. I'm okay with that because there's still an element of honesty, but they're selfish. And then the last one is what? Anything above eight, nine, 10. Fair, reasonable, honest, and a team player. Meaning, character solid. I can do business with this guy because he or she is fair. They're reasonable, we can have dialogue together. They're honest and they're a team player. Let's go make this happen together. Phenomenal. Obviously, you want the score to be what? Higher. Next one, trust. Stranger, acquaintance, friend, running mate. You could put a score to yourself and say, like, if you're thinking about a guy, let's just say John. You know what? John, to me, is a seven and a half when it comes down to what? Character. John, to me, in trust, he's probably more of a five. He could be a two, but he could be a nine. He could be an eight. I totally trust this guy. Then he got work ethic. You have the 459 club. What is that? They can't wait till they, boom, they're out of here at 459, right? So they're not workers, which means you may trust them. They may have a great character, phenomenal human being, but has no desire to work that hard. They're very much about, I just want to do enough and I'm out. Then there could be the next one, sprints of hard work. They'll work hard for 30 days and then they disappear for 60 days. They'll go for 90 days. You won't see them for six months. So you know where to put them here. Then you have the last one, which is what? Obsessive, driven, Committed nonstop, right? So imagine if you have somebody today, strong character, fair, reasonable, honest team player, good running mate, you trust them. They're workers, obsessive driven, uh, nonstop. We have something very special going on here, right? But that's not enough. Next one is vision and bought in. So you'll sit down, you're talking to John, let's just say, you'll say, you know what? He's a hater. He hasn't bought in. He's a total hater. Anything I say, but you don't realize this is not going to work, right? Or he's a doubter. You know what? I don't know if it's going to work, but maybe. I don't know. Or it's like, true believer. Dude, let's go make it happen. I'm all in. This is going to take place, right? So you got bought in. Hater, doubter, true believer. Or vision. Small thinking, average thinker, big thinker. Now, obviously, if you got somebody that's here at the top, all four, you got a pretty good thing going with this relationship. Then we got the next one, competency. And this is where sometimes you have a challenge. Because at the competency level, they could be an amateur, they could be experienced, they could be expert. If you have all of these four things, 
but they're amateurs. They're just somebody that's good to have on the team, but they're not yet somebody that's going to increase the value of the company. But you don't have to go to sleep at night thinking about they're going to hurt you or harm you. Now, if you got somebody whose skill set is an expert, but all of this is low, you go to sleep every night worried about what this person is going to do to you to harm you because you can't trust them and you know they're not in it with you, right? Okay, then last but not least is Rolodex, contact. Is it limited? Is it broad? Is it specialized? Is it local? Is it national? Is it global? Is it people who have wealth, influence, massive contacts? Then it's up here, right? So now, you look at this here, you got a value for yourself. Who is it that I want to be in business with? So let's talk about somebody here now. You may say you're in business with somebody, he's your boss, okay? So when you think about here, skill set, he's a high. He's a big thinker. He's obsessive, okay? And he's an acquaintance of yours. You've known him for a while, but you don't trust him at all, right? That's a challenge right there. What are you going to do with this person long term? If you know that's a boss that you report to. Now, you may say, this person I'm working with has all these things. Expertise is low, but their contact is high. Man, this guy's got a lot of good contact. His last name is dot, 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 right? So he, was, he is willing to take advantage of his contacts and exp- open it up so we can do, go do big things, raise money, whatever it may be. This leads me to this, which is a big one. Remember how we talked about trust here on the yellow? Watch the trust here. What do you do if the problem with this, the trust, is someone you report to? It's your superior or someone that's your colleague and a direct report. Why does this matter so much, Patrick? Here's why. If the person you don't trust is your superior, you can't do nothing about this. This ain't changing. You cannot change the human being and you have no control over it if that's the above you. Now, if the person you're doing business with and you're like, man, this coworker of mine, I tell you, he's annoying. I don't, I don't trust this guy, but he doesn't have influence over you because you're a colleague, right? You don't report to him. He doesn't report to you. You just know you're in business with this. If he has a chance to backstab you to get a position, you know he's going to do it, right? And every company, there's these types of dy- dynamics that you have to deal with. But the last one is he reports to you. Now, he may report to you, he may be skilled at what he's doing, he may be an average thinker, he may be uh, uh, not even a worker, let's just say he's here, he goes on sprints, he may be an acquaintance at this point with you, and you don't trust him at all here, but because he reports to you, you still have some controls together. This way, when you're doing business, and if you take this whole chart that I give you, I'm going to give you a PDF here in a minute, if you take this whole chart that I just gave you, You put it together and you put everybody that you're doing business with, run them through it, give them a score. So put next to it, John, and say, John is a seven, a five, a four, a nine, a seven, a six. You get what I'm saying? And then come up with the score. The higher the score, the score ought to be a total of 60 points. The closer to 60, somebody good you're dealing with. Above 50, you're in a good situation. So when you're doing this, also do it in superior. Here's the people I report to, go through the score. Here's my colleagues I work with, go through their score. Here's the people that report to me, go through their score. When you look at your supervisors, you may need to kind of be thinking about where you are, right? If the score isn't too high of a score. But if the score is a high score, like this is phenomenal. If you go through your colleagues you're working with, then associate yourself with the people that are above 50 score. Okay, people that want to do something big. If the people that are direct report to you and you put the score, work with the people that have the biggest upside they can build a team with, right? If it is somebody that has a high score of somebody can be in business. But I hope this makes sense to you and helps you out. 
It's not one of those videos that I think is going to get a lot of views. I just think the right person watching this is going to say, this is exactly what I have to watch because I've been struggling with the decision of somebody in business with. Hopefully this gave you clarity. If you want to get this thing in a PDF, text the word trust to 310-340-1132. Once again, text the word trust to 310-340-1132. We will send a PDF to you. And if you're out of the, uh, the U.S., Go to the link in the description, click on a link, subscribe to our newsletter, and you will get the PDF sent to you. And if you enjoyed this video, the other video I want you to watch is 15 qualities I look for in becoming a potential inner circle team member. If you've never seen that, these two go together, click over here to watch that video. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye.